Welcome to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 2, with your host, Ken Finesse Media, and co-host, Treese a Millionaire. As the hosts gather their show notes and stage the studio for their next guest, sit back, sit back, turn up your volume, and get ready for something brand new. Season two, Finesse Media. Uh, it is going down, man. This is a live show. And again, this is uh, Finesse Media Podcast, uh, season two. I'm your host, Ken Finesse Media. I got my co host in the building, Treese the Millionaire. What's going on, girl? What's up? What's up? What's up? You already know who it is. It's your girl, Treese the Millionaire. And we yeah. live, baby. We got some guests in the building, too, Trees. this episode. This is live, so for the people that's in queue, for people that's listening, retweet, uh, share it, post a link on your page right now. Let folks know that you're going to be live on the Finesse Media Podcast. And then, uh, of course, my phone's ticking and ringing because it's a live show, so nothing is going to be edited. So if you ever checked any of our episodes out before, my co-host and Teresa Millionaire, we hold it down each and every week on Finesse Media, and we talk to people that's finessing the game. But this time and this week, or this live episode, I should say, what I wanted to do is bring on people that I know got good topics and shit, and we always talk about good stuff, but uh, Trees, that's what we do on this episode, man, We uh, this live episode. We talking to people and letting yes, yes. them tell us uh, about some subjects and matters that matters to them the most, man. So are you excited, Trees? Oh, man. As they would say, since we got a lot of folks on here, I'm litty like a titty. Liddy like a titty Yeah Yeah, I'm excited Hey I hope y'all got your stage burning Your your nag chomper You know if you own your herbal I hope you got it rolled To the height of the tight And then you pour it up Cause we can ready get it in baby That's what's up so pour your drinks and your wine up. So to my folks that's on Zoom, we're going to work this Zoom out. Uh, but as I did mention uh, at the top of the episode, if you never joined or listened to Finesse Media before, we talk to people that's finessing the game. And so check out our latest episode with comedian actress Lunell. Uh, that's one of our latest episodes. It is off the chain. Lunell is my girl. Thank you, Lunell, for my shirt. And uh, she is finessing the game. But again, y'all, uh, we talk about HBCU. So uh, I didn't say live yet, but shout out to my UAPB folks that's joining, um, you know, this episode, and this live taping. So UAPB, um, HBCUs is or on each and every. So I didn't want to make this, you know, kind of an episode, if you will, but we have to give respect to our HBCU. So in this segment, and we'll do this only because it's mandatory, we'll bring our HBCU of the week, and then we're going to have our conversation with our guest that's joining us, our live. So again, let people know, retweet it, post a link on your page right now, let them know, post a call-in number, uh, let them know they can join us online, they can chat with us. I'm already in the chat saying hello. They can join the Zoom, so let the people know the people that's in the queue let your people know that you on this podcast and uh so send your family members the link uh to support this podcast and support what you got going and always 
support HBCUs. It's time for the HBCU of the Week Finesse Media Podcast Season 2. We holding it down live, baby. This is our first time. Historically black colleges and universities commonly called HBCUs are defined by the Higher Education Act of 1965 as any historically black college or university that was established prior to 1964 whose principal was and is the education of black Americans and that is accredited by a nationally recognized accrediting agency or association determined by the Secretary of Education. It's now time for the Finesse Media Podcast, HBCU of the Week. All right, our HBCU of the Week is Morris Brown College. Morris Brown College is a private Christian and historically black liberal arts college in Atlanta, Georgia, Hotlanta. It is affiliated with the African Methodist Episcopal Church. In 2002, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I am reading the wrong stuff. Look, we done went live and then I'll do this. Yeah, the live, United so Negro College no <laughs> Listen, we live, and then the, the time we want to go live, I want to play around. Now, Morris Brown College. It started out as the Morris Brown College for uh, Colored College. That's what its original name was. It was founded in 1881 by African Americans affiliated with the African Methodist Episcopal Church, the first independent black denomination in the United States. It was named to honor the denomination's second bishop, Morris Brown, originally from Charleston, South Carolina. After the end of the American Civil War, the AME Church sent numerous missionaries to the South to find new churches. They planted many new AME congregations in Georgia and other states, where hundreds of thousands of freedmen joined this independent black denomination. On January 5, 1881, the North Georgia Annual Conference of the AME Church passed a resolution to establish an educational institution in Atlanta for the moral, spiritual, and intellectual growth of Negro boys and girls. The school formally opened its doors on October 15, 1885, with 107 students and nine teachers. Morris Brown was the first educational institution in Georgia to be owned and operated independently by African Americans. For more than a century, the college enrolled many students from poor backgrounds, large numbers of whom returned to their hometowns as teachers, as education was a mission of high priority. Ladies and gentlemen, our HBCU of the week, Morris Brown College. Shout out to Morris Brown. Uh, Everybody knows Morris Brown from the movie Drumline. And if you went to an HBCU and you um, follow HBCU news, then you'll know Morris Brown financially went through some stuff. But, um, you know, they... They trailblazed on, and they continue to do work. So shout out to Morris Brown. Thank you for being our HBCU of the week. Yes. This is Finesse Media, the podcast, live. Um, what you want to do is take the link and post it on your social media. We got about 17 people calling in. So uh, most of those folks are people that oh, got some God. really good topics that they wanted to discuss. So, you say how uh, many people? Gonna, you say what, Tree? How many people you say you have? It's 17 people in the queue. 
your topic. I'll open the floor and let you just kind of get on your soapbox with it. Yeah, so real estate has always been uh, something I've been passionate about. When I was uh, younger, my grandmother was an apartment manager, so I've always felt like, man, I bet you those people who um, who own the, the, the apartment building is, you know, they're getting paid. Like, all they do is collect rent. So I just, I mean, it's not that simple, but I start digging into it and figuring out what will it take for me to be the person to collect rent. I lived in an apartment my whole life. So it's been very important for me to be, one, a landlord, which I just recently became um, in Fort Worth, and then, two, a homeowner. So um, what I started doing was studying property management and studying real estate and learning how it works, and um, you'd be surprised. A lot of people are scared of home ownership, and they're scared to buy properties because they feel like, oh, I have to fix this. I don't want to be a plumber. I don't want to, you know, have to deal with my own property. But believe it or not, you're going to have to pay those costs anyway through rent. So either you're paying mortgage, somebody else's mortgage or you're paying your own mortgage. And right, if you right. pay your own mortgage, you make equity. So beyond the fact that, you know, if you get – investment property people will be paying you but even if you just get your own property then um, you'll get equity and you'll be invested in yourself and at some point after your mortgage is over you don't even have to pay anything while people are still going to keep paying rent and here in Cal I'm in California and I'm moving to Texas but right now I'm in California and what's been going on in California is ridiculous rent is um, if you want to get a two bedroom apartment it's $1900 easy that's yeah, nothing that's special that's, oh, that's nothing God. special at all it's $1900 mm-hmm. so um, you know if something like that goes on in Texas good for me because I mean I hope it doesn't go on in Texas but I'm a property owner I'm a landlord so you know that would just mean more revenue so it's really important that you invest whatever money you have and don't just say, okay, I'm going to go get this luxury apartment and you invest the money in the home because if something, whatever state or city you're in, whatever happens to us, whatever, what happened to us in LA, if it happens to you in your city, you know, you're going to be screwed. A lot of people um, are homeless. A lot of people can't afford the rent. You got like four adults living in a two bedroom apartment just to, you know, make it happen because it is, very expensive to live out here and no one saw it coming at one point in time we paid eight hundred dollars for a two-bedroom and a thousand dollars for a two-bedroom you know back in the 90s but you know no one saw it coming and they just got comfortable and complacent so just you know do what it takes to save your money to have a down payment keep your credit good and i just think it's really important that us people you know our folks Make sure we're investing in real estate because a lot of times we aren't the the landowner, the property owners, and we're the renters. So I guess if you want to be a renter from time to time, you know, some people want to be renters. That's fine. But I think that more of us should start thinking about home ownership. And, you know, if you can wrap your mind around it, being a landlord and investment properties because, you know, uh, they're not making more land. So it's really important that you get in on it. So, mm-hmm. And that's it. Land. I mean, what we're doing, too, is just talking about topics. I mean, COVID is obviously something big and people, and it's important, and we should be cautious. But this is just to recap while we're doing this is to kind of take subjects away from the COVID and kind of focus on maybe what your passionate subject is in subject matter. So, mm-hmm. Vanessa, real estate definitely is something that you should, you know, look into if you're not into the real estate game. Um, shout out to my people who just joined on Zoom. Uh, real quick, I think we got some Zoom um, 
situations finally set up. So I just sent y'all links. So those that's in queue, check your, your, your inbox. But Vanessa, uh, congratulations on your real estate and uh, continue to finesse uh, what you're doing. And uh, I know we got a couple different topics, but if we got time, we'll circle back to your second topic, vaccinations. We know that's huge in California where you are, and we know that too much social media uh, can't always be good. So those are your other topics. And so stay back, listen to the rest of the show or the people that we got coming on. And uh, again, cuz congratulations uh, on your new uh, piece of property that you got down here in Dirty Dirty Dallas. Hey, thank you, Vanessa the Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa the Vanessa. There you go, there you go, Truth. And that's what we're doing. Each and uh, every episode, we're talking to people that's finessing the game. Trees, what's going on? You still with me? Absolutely. I was just listening <laughs> to everything Vanessa was saying. Like, Vanessa definitely. We got we to gotta own our own. We have to. And like she said, the only thing they're not making any more of is land. So you definitely want to get your piece of this uh, American pie. Absolutely. That's what's up. I think I need to mute myself on um, situations. So I'm waving to y'all. Hopefully you can hear me. But my folks on Zoom, uh, Brianna with the Gary Green Bay, with the Green Bay on. You know, I hate that being from Chicago. You just going to pop in with this Green Bay hoodie on. I gotta get on there and see. That's all he good. I know you're talking. You can't hear me back, so that's just, that's good. The person with the mic is the one in control, so you can't say nothing. I can just talk about Ugh. Green Bay all day. You can get me back uh, real quick. I'm gonna bring you on in a second. And Danielle, Baby D, trumpet section. We see you in the Zoom, hey, man. Hey, what up, that's Baby D? Sis. That's our sis, uh, Tree. That's my LS. Oh, that's what funny. up? Okay. <laughs> What's up, Baby D, man? I love you. She was probably, in fact, Baby D was one of the first, maybe the second chick I met chilling in Pawnee Woods in UAPB. We was in Pawnee Woods in fall mm. of 2003, hanging out. Take yep. us back. Not Pawnee Woods. Yeah. And, and, oh, man. And my sorrow going to sit there with her head down because she acting like she ain't flexing on these people out here. Crystal Lynn from HBCU. What's up, Soro? I see you. She got her head down. Maybe that's just her art. Maybe she's not. No, her head is moving. What's up, Soro? Maybe she can't hear me yet. We'll move on. And uh, my other Soro, Dr. Uh, Katrina Sparks, all the way from New York City. She's joining us and got some good topics. So, man, good people, good topics. And other people ain't on Zoom, but that's all good. We'll keep this thing rolling. And uh, y'all did send me your uh, telephone number, so that's all good. And I'm going to move to the next person. I'm going to bring Brianna on because she got this doggone Green Bay uh, hoodie on. So she kind of got me upset. Oh, so my Brianna God. Campbell Hopefully is she from the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, where she uh, attended undergrad. But uh, she's in from Detroit, and I think I heard her say she's in Memphis. But we'll talk more with her in like two seconds because Brianna want to talk about the advantages. I'm sorry, not the advantages, but the health and wellness in the African-American community. Community. So right after real estate, shout out to Vanessa dropping those jewels of real estate. But I think really with uh, what we're talking about now, really with the COVID, health and wellness in the African-American community is certainly big. And so this is Brianna Campbell hot topic and something she wanted to discuss on this, on this podcast. So let me make sure I got her number real quick so I can bring in the right way. And uh, that's 810 so uh, let me see what we got. Eight one zero. I think we got a trees. Welcome to the Finesse Media Podcast. Brianna Campbell with that ugly ass hoodie on, man. What's good, <laughs> man? Sis? Uh, just like somebody from Memphis, to just hate on everything great. 
Brianna, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing Besides good. Being quarantined. Being quarantined. Uh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for having me, by the way. Oh, I appreciate it. Hello, everybody. You're welcome. Shout out to M4. Thank you. Hey, okay, hey, now. Mm-hmm. Thank you for thank you for joining. <laughs> uh, what I will say too, Brianna, is uh, you know being from Chicago, I love Green Bay. Much love to the cheesehead. Shout out to Shea Brown, who's probably listening live. Uh, she loved Green Bay. But what you really love and what you're talking about is health and wellness in the African American community. So again, yes, thank you for joining the podcast uh, season two. Make sure y'all subscribe into the episodes uh, so that you know you can be notified, or subscribe to the podcast so you can be notified with new episodes. But Brianna, let's talk about it. So that's a hot topic for you. It should be definitely a hot topic for each and every one of us listening. Uh, African American uh, wellness and health. Let's talk about it. Alrighty, so uh, one of the big things that I've seen going around since the whole COVID-19 and all of that is people posting, oh, take this, you'll feel better. Oh, take this, this, this. That's not how your body works. And getting healthy or being in a positive state of health and, um, you know, always on that positive journey of wellness, it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, you can take elderberry, start taking elderberry today. That's not going to boost your immune system. And that's one of the biggest things uh, when it comes to health and especially in our community is there's so much information going around and there's no one there to actually break it down to tell our people what's right and what isn't. Um, And the thing is, they don't want it to be that way. So that was one of the main reasons why I got into health and wellness is to, you know, be a form of representation um, to show people that, hey, you don't have to look a certain way. Health is not a size. Wellness is a journey. Like, you can still live, like, a really good life and not have to drink smoothies every day. Like, health is more than what you eat. Um, You know, it's more than you walking and running and exercising. Like, it's mental, social, spiritual, all of that. And that's not something that we've been taught. Um, All we know is what's mainly been passed down from generations or, you know, what we see on TV or what they want us to know. Like, and that's the thing, like, you'll go to the mm-hmm. doctor, and they'll say, oh, you know, you're, they always ask you about your family history. Oh, your grandmother has diabetes, your mother has diabetes, so you get diabetes. Diet, type 2 diabetes is not genetic. It doesn't pass down from generation to generation, but eating habits do. Your mental state, that passes mm. down, and that's something that we have to, for me being a 20-something-year-old, it's up to me to break that generational curse. Like, yeah, my grandmother did it, my mother did it, but that's not what I want to do. That's not what I want my child to do. So the more people that we get, um, quote-unquote, millennials, <laughs> and everyone in our age range, if we get on this bandwagon of actually promoting positive health and wellness outside of what we see on social media and taking care of our own community because we know that if we don't do it, nobody else will, the next generation will be so much better off. Mm-hmm. And no, that's facts. And you attended the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff with myself and Trees. I did. What was your major at the university? I I major in industrial technology. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, what? it's a total big thing. Yeah, I worked in construction and all this other stuff. Like I've always been interested in health and wellness. Um, that I went vegan for a couple of years and all of those things. And it's um, not until like the last couple of years of my own health and having my daughter is when it's like, okay, I really want to get on this because now I'm really being an example to someone who watches me every single day. So Mm -hmm. I want her to 
have this example, then I need to be that that example. Mm-hmm. How old is your daughter? She just turned two last Friday. Oh man, bless her heart. We're in the same category with the two years, but she just turned two, so um, buckle up because it's a hell of a ride. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Is she your only daughter? Is she your child? Yes. Yes, okay. he is. Mm, he did not now, I will say, Leon, I was um, watching you on Facebook and doing your gardening and stuff like that. Yes. What got you into growing your own vegetables? Because this past summer, between watching uh, what you were doing as well as what Baby D was doing, it inspired me, and I did a garden. Now, I didn't have greens because, girl, you had the whole nine, Um, but you did. But I did do, I did, like, tomatoes, um, peppers, um, all kinds of tomatoes, all kinds of peppers, from jalapenos to bell peppers to banana peppers and um, carrots. What inspired you to start um, doing your own gardening? Did that come from, you know, wanting to eat better as well? Actually, no. Um, when I was younger, my grandparents had a garden, and, you know, I dabbled in that a little bit, but it wasn't until I graduated and I went to therapy, and that was one of my coping mechanisms. That was therapeutic for me to grow something and watch it go from seed to an actual plant. And it started off as being therapy until I realized what I could actually yield from it. So I was, um, my first, I had like an apartment, so I just had like little stuff on the patio. I was growing like tomatoes and um, different herbs. It wasn't nothing spectacular. But then as I, like I said, got more into it and I was like, oh, I can do radishes, corn. It's like 50 million types of cucumbers out there, a hundred different types of tomatoes. It just became like obsessed, (laughs) like an obsession, (laughs) like going through the gardening books, looking at the seeds and all of this other stuff. And I'm like oh, that clicks off another, you know, like another light bulb, like, oh, I can pay $2 for this pack of 300 seeds, which could possibly yield me like 200 tomato plants. Um, And that's a part of like the the information that I want to share is to hopefully be able to get into schools, especially like elementary schools and teach kids when they're young how to grow their own food um, and how they can do it literally just like in a plastic cup. (laughs) So it, it started from something totally not what I expected it to start as and it went to something way bigger so I'm definitely looking forward to this garden season as well if, I'm telling you guys if you've never had a tomato straight off the vine and like been oh, into it so good. you do not know <laughs> you do not know like they so they so good I did, um, <laughs> I did cherry tomatoes and I did I don't know you call them the big beef tomato or something like that beef steak yeah, mm-hmm. I did those as well, and I was just like, "Ooh, these things is good." <laughs> but even with the times that we are going through, like knowing how to grow um, your own food—that's mm-hmm. you know—that is like something I think everyone should know how to do because it's yep. not easy. A lot of people think it is; it is not, which mm-hmm. I found out because I was the overwater. Like I'm gonna drown the shit mm-hmm. out of some mm-hmm. stuff. Uh huh. But, um, you know, just considering the times like that is something very important and a trade that I believe everyone should know how. Like, I can take this seed, you know, with me, just throw it in a wet paper towel and then boom, now you have some roots coming out, transfer it over, start them in the house, then go, you know, take them out to the yard. I said, um, you need to this be a garden year, teacher. who, me? 
Yep. <laughs> What's funny but is no, I, I tell y'all actually, like real, real quick. Yeah, it's, real quick, I mean, but, but it's, it's learning how it's, to. Grow. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was saying not only do like at this time should people be learning how to grow food, but they should be learning how to repurpose what they already get from the grocery store. So if you buy yeah. anything and it still has the roots attached, if you have romaine, that little part at the bottom that you cut off, put it in water. It'll start growing. If you have carrots, if you have onions, all of those things, put them in water. Even if you don't want to grow them, put them in your freezer and you can make your own vegetable stock. Like, you see, you go into the grocery yes. store and it's missing this, missing that. Like, we got to learn how to um, stop and wasting it things and repurposing yeah. everything. Yeah. That's very important because the thing is, is right now, when you go to the grocery store, it's not man, anything in there. Nothing. Like, and that's that's worldwide. Like, you have to keep going during the week. But even what you said about the vegetable stock, I actually did that for the first time. Because I would, you know, after you're done cutting those ends off of your onion or the top off the tomato mm-hmm. and the bottom off of the carrot or whatever, you know, just by habit, we throw that away. You know, I've yep. always have. It was never a, oh, let me throw it in a bag, put it in the freezer, take it out. Okay, I can oh, boil it and make, <laughs> you know, make a vegetable stock. Never, never thought to do it. But that's amazing that you're doing that. You know, like I said, a lot of people, we need to learn how to grow vegetables and fruits, you know, because it's just, it's so vital and it's such good information. Such good. Mm-hmm. And it's therapeutic. That, that part too. Absolutely. It, it gets you outside. It gets you outside in the sun, get some vitamin D, you know, get a little tan, you're okay. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So what plans do you have for your garden coming up? Because right now is the time, like, I just went and got my little um, biodegradable little small planters so I can start start my seeds and start everything in the house. So what are you planning on growing this year that maybe you didn't grow last year? Well, this year, um, I actually just recently moved. So this year I won't be focusing on, like, the – square foot gardening method that I did where I built like the boxes and everything I'll actually be doing more stuff with my daughter um getting her into the dirt and everything so I'm actually gonna go get like a few kitty pools and this is something if you guys follow me on Facebook and you had kids and you want to follow along just keep looking out for it but going to get like some kitty pools and you know if you go to the dollar store they have like the little um laundry baskets and put trash bags in those and you can grow things directly right in those so i'll just be doing like simple stuff that she can play in and that she can water and all of that sort and then next year i'll get back into building um my beds and everything that's what's up so let's say this this year is going to be a a growing season a teaching season for everybody that's what's up i think he's Bree campbell oh there you go there you go (laughs) i'm like what happened you say, what happened to me? As you see me on the video, I'm moving and trying I to get people in. I, like, I said to people that I'm sort of a producer you. on this thing, too. So, But I'll tell you what. This episode, this live taping, will be archived. So if you feel like it's, you know, um, you know something that you're going to say and, you know, it won't be recorded, then it's going to be recorded. 
so it'll be loaded. But I missed some of your I missed some of your your, your Jews you were dropping, um, and I'll definitely hear in the replay. But I want to tell you, okay. since, thanks so much, Bree. I, I was doing this because I thought I was talking. I was saying the G on your hoodie, which is Green Bay, but we'll talk about that shit later. Should stand oh, for great because what I did here was greatness, sis. So thank you so much for joining this thank podcast. You. Thank you for Keep having doing me. your thing. And uh, hold on, you ain't like leaving. Let me just bring up the next person, Dr. Katrina Sparks. Um, I saw her from uh, New York City. She may correct me because I know so many different areas in New York. So, but Dr. Katrina Sparks, man, we're going to bring her up next real quick just to get things level. And I want to just check in with everybody, do some housekeeping uh, real quick. Philly Move dropped a track on me called Electricity. I'm going to play that. We won't play the whole track, y'all. I just need to get some housekeeping stuff done. So, we'll be back in about one minute and a half with Dr. Katrina Sparks, man. Here we go. We'll be back. There is always a curious tie of something. Between the fall and the creation, taking this ghastly risk uh, is the condition of their being life. feeling that i know y'all feeling that track shout out to philly Mouton. uh he's also a member of alpha Phi alpha fraternity shout out to my greeks on the line he's also uh an alumni from the university of arkansas pine bluff uh shout out to my boy philly move uh you've seen him on campus you've seen him in the band he holding it down that's his track man and trees if you didn't know is on the trumpet in the background trees what's good What's up? What's up? I'm still holding on, holding strong. <laughs> Rocking and rolling. We live. So hopefully, uh, Bree and Vanessa, Katrina, and those people that's going to be joining us and those that's just not able to click in, just still put the link on your Facebook page. Let people know that we live and to support what we got going on because this is Black Excellence. I don't know if y'all even know Absolutely. that, but you got to check out a bunch of my episodes. I'm trying not to make this like a real episode and it's just be live. So keep it moving and keeping it going and trying to figure out, I guess, when you say finesse in the game, Dr. Katrina Spark wants to talk about how are you using this downtime to build a better you? So for the first time and business. And so for the first time on the Finesse Media Podcast, season two, my soror from New York City. Give it up for Dr. Katrina Sparks. What's up, soror? Hi, good evening. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, ma'am. We can, we can hear down. you. Yes. But we can hear Thank you. Thank you for good. having me. Thank you for having me. And I, I'm very honored to be participating in this um, forum. So thanks again. Oh, you're definitely welcome. And I've, I've shouted out New York City. I know you're from that East Coast area. So are you from New York City, New York, or you're from Brooklyn or Best-Style? I'm, from I'm from the boogie down. I'm from the Bronx. I'm from the original home of hip-hop. Hey, there oh, you go. boogie down Bronx. <laughs> yes. That's yes. what's up. That's what's yes. up. So, so, so. New York, get in the house. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We're surviving, so we, we're maintaining, and, you know, we're going to get through all of this. 
Yeah, we're going to get through all this together. And so you talking about and having, a, you know, I guess, you know, your soapbox, as we saying it to people, is what you're doing to build a better you during this quarantine. So let's talk about it. What you doing to build a better you? Um, right now, I guess, first of all, um, when this whole pandemic hit, I don't think for a lot of people, people didn't realize, you know, this is really serious and this is first of all going down. I think the first week um, I took the time, I guess, to, I guess, to adjust. And for me, um, I immediately went into work mode. Um, my background, um, basically, um, I work with special needs children. Okay. And I work in um, Westchester um, school system. And I'm also a therapist. Um, I have a business, which is um, called Spark a Child. And I provide um, speech, um, ADA services, um, various service for children um, with developmental disabilities from birth to five years of age. So um, for the last couple of weeks, because so many of the children that I service, of course, we're not a- allowed to go into the homes because of this pandemic. So we're on mm. restriction. So I've been providing what we're calling teletherapy for um, my children. Um, we use Zoom, we use FaceTime, and basically it's um, one-to-one, and I get on and I work with my children. And the beautiful thing about this whole situation, like I said, God is good. He is awesome. Um, my caseload has gotten better as far as I've um, been in demand. So I've been keeping kind of busy. So I guess when um, we had um, talked um, and we had talked about how are you using your time to build a better you, mm-hmm. um, again, using this time, you know, I mean, it's a sad situation. We are losing people. Many people are sick. And I don't ever want to not uh, think of those people or make light of the situation because it's very sensitive. But at the same time, you have to be careful because a lot of times that can affect you mentally, spiritually, um, physically. It can put a toll on you, not only to yourself, but um, to your family members. And you are not good to anyone if you're not good um, to yourself. So for me, it's about self-care. Using this time, um, I'm going to say more time to meditate as opposed to before. It was like, okay, you would get up in the morning. Okay, I only have 15, 20 minutes to meditate because I have to get in the shower and everything. Using this time to meditate, um, closer relationship with God, uh, reading, uh, building my business, building a brand. There were certain things um, for me that I had had on the back burner for a long time. Um, I had a book. Well, I have a book. And basically, um, I have okay, to what's the title? What's the title of your book, Sora? Let's get that pub out there now. Well, we haven't, I'm still playing around with titles, but I'll just give you the background information. Um, it's basically a um, biography, it's a um, biography, and basically, it is an um, autobiography, excuse me. Um, if everyone doesn't know that, I have I'm a mother of a 30 year old son. My son, um, when I was going through school, he was diagnosed with autism. He is now 30, and at the time when he was diagnosed, he was four years old. So when I was going through school, my um, intentions at that time was I had no intentions on going into education. I kind of got into special education, and, again, I started off as a speech um, major. And when my son was diagnosed, we kind of went through the system together. I'm going through school, me trying to gravitate and trying to learn as much as possible about um, how, the, how the system works and to make sure to not only be an advocate for my son and a liaison, but also for other children. So I always believe that God does not make mistakes. 
always believe um, the field that I am currently in, it was not only, you know, to, to for my son to help him, but to help other children. So many other children. So jokes. with that, exactly. And with that, um, just, again, helping uh, speaking engagements. That's another thing, too. I'm tapping more into that, building my media kit, um, writing the book. Again, I, I haven't decided on a title, but it's basically the book is about my son from the time he was born, um, from birth up until now. And a lot of change since then. So, of course, there's a lot of revisions and revamping. So that's next. That's a part of me using my time to build a better me because mm -hmm. that book is going to help someone because I know on both on both hands, on both sides of what it's like on the personal and the professional side of working with the special needs population. That's dope. So, that's, that's dope. So, so you're, you're, you're staying busy. You're keeping busy. Um, yeah. What suggestions do you have for people that's listening, for our callers, uh, or for the people that just listen to this episode and replay, you know, what advice would you give for someone or, or kind of ideas would you give to someone to keep busy and to stay productive during this crazy time? Well, I think we, um, I think all of us at some point have a checklist, you know, or things, uh, things to do with. We have a list of things that, that we have that have not been checked off and that have not been completed. I would say look at that list. I would say if you need to revise that list, do so and start checking off um, items one by one because the reality is, you know, we don't know, I mean, how long we're going to be in quarantine or we're going to be in isolation. So mm -hmm. use the time wisely. Start checking some of the things off the list. And what I did was I have a planner. I tell anyone, invest in a planner, whether it's a manual. Like I like to actually write down what I need to do because I'm always revising it. Mm -hmm. I use a lot of whiteouts. I like to write this out. Okay, we're going to change this around. Or you can use um, technology. You have to find which works better for you. But I develop a list and give yourself deadlines. Set a deadline. Okay, I need to do this. How long is it going to take me to do, for example, I'm doing the book. For me, I know that's going to take about maybe a month or two to do. Okay, give yourself and set deadlines, realistic deadlines. And, you know, again, we have the time. And I just say use the time wisely just to start um, checking off some of the things on your list because we're going to be here for a while. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a world traveler. Usually by this time I'm gone. My last trip, um, thank God I was lucky enough to visit Thailand. And um, I was actually in Singapore, China when everything started kind of going down with this whole pandemic. And, um, again, travel is on hold. But in the meantime, I have to find something to fill that void of travel. So I'm doing other things. I'm right. I'm, you know, again, writing that book, um, building my clientele, developing my media kit. Also, I have books. I have about three or four books I have not touched that I said I was going to read. I'm going to read. I'm going to read. I'm reading. I'm going to take the time to read. Um, so and I reading. also like to color adult coloring books. Anyone, I tell anyone, invest in a good adult coloring book. It is yes. so I love yes. coloring. Just a glass of, you know, whatever you like to drink. If you like to have a mocktail, if you like to have an adult beverage, you you know, you like a little libation, you know, whatever floats your boat, but definitely coloring. Sometimes, you know, when we, we get so caught up in all of this, sometimes you also have to step back and you just have to breathe. You know, I'm lucky. I'm able to sit outside. I have a house. I'm able to sit outside. Find that space. And find that quiet time, that place, and do certain things, too, to kind of, like, relax it and calm you as well. Again, it could be meditation. 
Um, it could be yoga. It could be adult coloring, music. I mean, music, I mean, it's very therapeutic. And if anybody's been watching, you know, all the DJs are coming out, and that definitely, music is very good for the soul. I've been listening to a lot of music, some oldies. And, you know, music, sometimes you listen to certain songs that put you you know, back in the time, you can remember that time at this time when you were maybe at a certain age or what was going on. So that can also be therapeutic as well. Those are some mm-hmm. of the things that I work with, I do. But I would say right now, I think all of us need to use this time and seize this moment and develop your list. If there's something that you want to do, you seriously want to do, you may want to go back to school. Okay, now we have online. Okay, use that. There's courses. There's a lot of free courses. There are a lot of courses that are, you know, that course. Maybe register for school. Um, write a grant. Maybe you have uh, a desire to work in, you know, work with uh, maybe in a shelter with the homeless or something, some type of project. This is the time for grant writing. There's a lot of things we can, you know, you can do in this time. Definitely use the Internet. Um, talk to people. A lot of people also, I, I see now um, a lot of groups are, um, passing up, uh, coming up on um, online. I'm seeing a lot of, like, um, Women entrepreneurs, they're giving a lot of free sessions and free workshops. Take advantage. Anything that's free, that's going to empower women, men, and it's going to help you build your business, build your brand, anything free. A lot of them I see on Facebook. A lot of them I see on Instagram. Listen, we're here. You know, we have some of the time. Use that time to, you know, tap in and listen to some of the experts in those fields. And, you know, just start uh, tapping into, again, what's going to make you a better you. Yep. Keeping it moving and keep finessing the game. That's what you're saying in essence, and that's what we say each and every week. So, Dr. Katrina Sparks, my soror, uh, shout out yes. to Zeta Phi Beta, man, and your 100 yes. uh, year centennial. Your congratulations on that as well. Thank you. So, uh, listen, as I said to the last person, just stay in queue. We're going to keep it moving. You've seen the list. we got a couple more people. So, again, Dr. Katrina Sparks, thanks for, so much for bringing on that knowledge and what you're most passionate about. Hopefully, you're subscribed to the Finesse Media Podcast, checking out some old episodes and more episodes to come. And, again, so we're uh, keep finessing and keep doing what you're doing. I love it so much. Okay, thank you. And that's what we're going to keep doing. We're going to keep this thing moving. We're going to jump into a real quick sponsorship ad, and we'll be back with Danielle Walker, Baby D. We said what's up to her. She's Treats LS, so we'll be bringing her up, and she got some topics she want to discuss. So real quick, a sponsor, and then we'll be with Danielle. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to Finesse Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Latrice Murray Views. Quality photography that won't break the bank. Contact Latrice Murray Views Photography today at lmviewsphoto at gmail.com to book your photo shoot today. We back, we back, we back, we back. What's up, Trees? I'm going to go ahead and let you throw it, throw you the baton. Danielle Walker is right there. That's your LS. Go on, bring it in the right way on Finesse Media Podcast. What's up, baby D? What's up, what's up? What's up, baby D? What's the deal? Hey, girl. <laughs> what's the deal? What's the deal? So I see we Love have you on here talking about generational wealth building as well as sustainable living. So I'm interested. Go on, go on kick it off for us. Let us know what yes, we need to know. Drop all I'm the jewels. We need now. 
maxing, maxing and relaxing on my patio in my garden. You said yeah, earlier yeah. he was looking at me, you know, do my gardening thing on my page. Yeah, I got yeah. a lot of stuff growing. We ain't going to get off into that, though. Uh, nah, so nah, saying, you know, you I want to know. Kind of know. That's part of the sustainable living. <laughs> yeah, we kind of sold some of my thunder. It's okay. It's okay. Ah, um, so I, was, <laughs> I saw your thunder. <laughs> yeah, you didn't breathe earlier. <laughs> I, to- okay. I told too much. I was talking too much. You just wanted to know. Hey, it's addictive, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but so a little background on me. Like, I'm a teacher, a science teacher. Um, but I really teach chemistry, and I'm from the city. I'm from Detroit, Michigan, the Dirty D, you know, not Dallas. Detroit, what? All right, but anyway, um, so, like, I always bought my food from the grocery store, you know? I really didn't care about where it came from. I could just go to the store and buy it. But then, you know, look at what we're going through right now. And you got to kind of got to think about stuff like, hmm, I'm going some food, but I don't know, you know, how to grow Doritos, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> or make those good tortilla chips. <laughs> but um, I kind of got thrown into teaching a, a horticulture class at my school, and then I kind of fell in love with gardening. And it just I went on some different professional developments and kind of just started trying to get into the whole sustainable living thing. So, like, I just wanted to like tell everybody that. You can turn your space into a growing space, no matter how much or how little space you think you have. You can grow indoors, you can grow outdoors, and it's just like the beginning of, you know, sustainable living. Um, To be sustainable, truly sustainable, is like zero waste. Everything that you use, you can repurpose or retool to use and do something else. Uh, And gardening kind of gets you geared into kind of going into that, 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 you know, that scope. So... You know. So say that quote you said one more time. Say that quote. Say that quote, because that's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Say that quote about you can turn any space. Give it to us again. So you can turn any space into a growing space, no matter how big or how small you think it is. You can grow indoors or outdoors. It doesn't really matter. You can grow into something that you built or you can repurpose some milk cartons. Like, you can grow in just about anything. Anything that holds either water or soil, you can grow it. You can grow something in. So, okay. you know, I kind of wanted to get that out there. Um, so, some of us don't know where to turn, how to start. Just start off with something small. Bree said something earlier. Re- repurpose your scraps from your kitchen. Like, you can regrow onion chives from onion heads that you slice off when you, you know, about to use your onion in your food. You can grow, regrow lettuce. Um, you can peel off some lemon seeds, put them in a wet sheet of paper towel and germinate them, and you can grow your little lemon tree on the inside, which is what I'm doing right now. But anyway, <laughs> oh, that's just a lot that's of those dope. things, and, and we just can't be afraid to fail because failing is a part of the learning process. So you can't be afraid to be like, oh, man, I messed this up. Let me start over. Let me do it again. And it, it involves not only just you, but if you keep it going, like your neighbors are going to start to notice what you're doing. Your community is going to start to notice what you're doing. So you're bringing in more, you know, community building things and practices around where you are. So which leads into the whole generational wealth thing. 
So from my understanding, and I am a novice in this myself, so I don't want to like sit on a soapbox and be like, hey, I'm a know-it-all, because no, I'm not. I am a single mother, and I am going with the struggle with this whole wealth thing. And it's like, I just kind of wanted to say that we really just don't talk about it as a people. How to kind of attack this, um, hey, I need help. Can you give me some advice? Uh, what did you do to get where you are? You know, what are some of the mistakes that you made so I don't make them? Uh, and everybody's situation is different, but it's just like so much stuff that we don't talk about as households. Like mm-hmm. wills, trust, index uh, accounts, retirement, home ownership, the fact that marriage is a part of wealth building. Talk uh, that shit, baby D. The Grosky's <laughs> research, marriage, um, you know, married people are, wealth is about double that of single people. And home ownership, like, uh, wealth is about $231,000 versus somebody who rents is about $5,200. And that's according Ooh. to the same uh, survey of consumer finance. Excuse me. Sorry, I had to put some, you know, some real people behind what, what I was saying. <laughs> right, right. You had to throw those so, facts like, in there for them, them statistics. Right. Some people need those. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, a lot of us here, like, a lot of general statements, like you have to have seven streams of income and this and that, which are all true, but, you know, it's just like not talked about. Like, if you want to talk about your salary, people close mouths. If you want to talk about their, your road to home ownership, a lot of our people don't like to talk about their money. And that's leaving a lot of us in the dust. So it's like, I just want us to open up those conversations and have the hard conversations with each other so that we can, you know, pave the road to help others that look like us. Absolutely. That's that's my soapbox. Absolutely. That's a good soapbox Mm -hmm. to be on. Because Mm -hmm. just even... And you I know, see baby D, she on the Zoom too. She shaking her head. It's very passionate, sis. I'm I'm watching. I see, you know, so it's not just what you're saying. I see how you moving it and how certain things what you're saying. But my bad, Trees. You good. I was just gonna say when it comes down to it, just even the sustainable living is at half helping you generate wealth and generational wealth. Because even right, a lot of us- mm-hmm, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, a lot of us don't know that, you know, there are land bank, uh, you know, websites for every single state, and it's land available for, you can get land, you know, at an auction for $5, $6 that you can grow stuff in. Like, you don't even, it's, we don't know that. That information is not, you know, readily available for people like us. Or you can get grants to get you a parcel of land. You can build a homestead. You know, we just don't know a lot. <laughs> Right, we right. Don't talk about a lot. And I don't even think it's just so much talking a lot. It's like we weren't ever taught these things because parents didn't know it. Grandparents might have right. known a little bit, but not much. So it's up to us being from this generation to go ahead and, as you would call, break that generational curse so that yes, our children and our grandchildren can live a prosperous life you know we don't have generations right. of wealth we don't have that like you might have right. an auntie that might be a millionaire but that's where it stops or you have a well, uncle I'm that's a millionaire can I get in your family you said <laughs> so you say what now you say who say what can you she say get in your family Chris? can she come girl, I'm a, girl I'll send you her number maybe you could get some money forever sure cause she ain't gonna give she, she believe it you better work hard 
<laughs> I worked hey, hard hey. and got mine. You better work hard <laughs> and get yours. That's why people they be teasing me like, damn, Treats be doing hella shit. Yes, I do. You know, but that's like this day one though. Ah, definitely appreciate it. But just to piggyback off that, one thing I've noticed in our demographic is we'll call people. You said what now? Call vocabulary word. Demographic. Yes, ma'am. Don't come on here playing with me today. Baby D, for those of y'all that don't know, this is not only my uh, sister, but she. we were online together. For those that have pledged, y'all know what I'm talking about. So she going to come over here, come up on here and try to give me hell. <laughs> but it's all good. Ooh, it's so, but what I was going to say, what was I gonna, even going to say? See, baby D, you done came on over here and got me crazy. <laughs> It's a piggyback off what I was saying. Something I get it. But uh, I oh, as far as um, when it comes to um, hustles, so we'll call people doing different things a hustle, right? So let's say you have somebody that's um, I don't know, maybe they sell plates, and then maybe they have alcoholic beverages, and then maybe they, you know, do taxes, and then they have a nine to five, and then maybe they do trading. Black folks will look at that and be like, oh, they always doing a bunch of stuff. I wish they would just uh, pick one thing and stick to it. And they don't realize, people don't realize is those are streams of income. Right. And so we have to literally change our way of thinking. Instead of saying, oh, they always hustling, they doing this, they doing that. Change your way of thinking to say, oh, they're starting another business to generate another stream of income because right. when it's it. our, you know, white counterparts, they're like, Oh yeah, we, we have several different things. They'll be building. They might work at a Fortune 500 company and then be taking pictures, doing photography, then building websites, then creating flyers and, and business cards. And to them, uh-huh. these are my other streams of income for us in the black and then, community. They a lot of that with home. Uh-huh. With home-based businesses, they employ their children. Come on now, come on now, come on now. They <laughs> set them up for children start building wealth before they even become teenagers. There and then you they go. get to write off the money that they pay their children. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Speak on it. Speak on it. <laughs> uh. So while we over here trying to sell our kids to somebody else to get a piece of the taxes. I'm just saying. They're paying them over there, paying their kids. They're paying their kids, right? And (laughs) writing it off, and they writing off the gas that they go to pick up the kids with, because it's a business expense. Because I was picking them up. Come on now, because you got to wear a nice suit for those business uh, meetings, or maybe you're working in the garden. You got to have boots. You got to have gloves, right? You got to have a hat if it's hot out. So, you know, yeah, it's a difference in, in teaching. So what do you have going on right now? Tell us, give us all the juicy gossip. What, you know, since right now you aren't able to teach in a classroom, are you doing online teaching? What well, I, You got to tell me what's in your garden. Don't try to slide by that either. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we ain't got enough time for what I got going in this garden. But anyway, we going to have time um, today. 
<laughs> so I um I put together an online classroom uh, for my kids. So I'm not doing videos personally, but I just gave them like a bunch of fun activities they can do with their family to build family time. Because I think this time is precious that we're being given, and you know, for us that that aren't dealing with the negative side of it, um, like me. And my heart goes out to those that are, you know. But, um, so I also just kind of started myself an index uh, annuity. Um, and I don't want to get off into that because I'm still kind of learning about that about myself. But what I will say is you can read The Retirement Miracle. That's a book if you want to learn about index accounts. Um, so, uh, and of course I'm gardening. Like, as soon as they told us we couldn't go back to school, I had already germinated a bunch of stuff with my kids at the school. So I basically bought everything home. And I'm, I'm in the townhouse right now. So I had to build some raised beds myself. And they long and, and, and tall. <laughs> and I just practically put everything in there. I got all types of brassicas, green leafy vegetables. Oh, those are cabbages and Brussels sprouts and broccoli and cauliflower. I'm sorry. <laughs> All types of green leafy vegetables, like I got collard greens, mustard greens, kale, radishes, uh, well, those ain't leafy, those balls, but whatever. I got onions, <laughs> I got all types of peppers, I got those beefsteak tomatoes you were talking about earlier, and I started to grow some Roma tomatoes, and I got an herb tower, and I started to uh, germinate some fenugreek, and it's growing. Like, if you can see my video, I will show you right now, but you can't, and it's dark, but okay. <laughs> so that's pretty much, and, and me just trying to keep my son on the up and up as far as his education that's about all i'm doing right now that's a whole lot to be doing though like you said that's I'm all but that's a whole lot now i, I have a question uh-huh when it comes to the leafy vegetables like your cabbage or um my kale and stuff like that how much space do i need in between those so if you are going according to the the square foot gardening, like Bree mentioned earlier, like I would put one broccoli or one cauliflower in a square foot. Um, but if you have like kale, you can okay. put about two two kale, two to three, because you can kind of space them out. They can be a little bit more dense. Like you can plant those a little bit more dense. But I like to interplant garlic or onions so that I can keep away bugs because they're smelly, so bugs don't like them. Oh, and, and by that means I, I, I like to put them in between. In between, in between the leafy the vegetables. <laughs> okay, see, I need all the extra tips because you know I just I just I just hopped off the porch. Me and my wife hopped off the porch and said, "Okay, we gonna do it." Last summer, you know, and we were actually a little late um, with hey. planning and stuff like that. But when I tell you, we had enough peppers tomatoes um we did a herb garden all the fresh herbs you could think of we had them and we had enough to give them to my mom my dad um right, her clients yeah and they oh those peppers grow super fast like every day we and were taking then, peppers like i love i love 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 this quote like you can you can count how many apples no, you can count how many seeds are in an apple, but you can never count how many apples are in a seed. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, it's not my question. I see what you did <laughs> there. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> 
I see what you You can count. Say it again. How many seeds? You can count how many seeds are in an apple. But you can never count. Only God can count how many apples are in a seed. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's one of those aha. <laughs> KB, you still Tell there? Me. Where you at? I ain't heard from KB. Where's KB at? He done left us. He ain't left. He there. He there. Oh, wait, actually, I, my bad. I didn't even put myself out of mute. Baby D, I said you dropping juice <laughs> and you holding it down. Bree pushing and, and got her phone up in the air and Zoom. And I guess I'm <laughs> laughing at Bree over here on Zoom. Shout out to Jaquia. What's up, Soro? How you doing over there? I see Jaquia. you just joined the Zoom. SG bro. Alpha guy. That's my Kappa. star too. What's up, Jaquia? Yeah, she in the building. Still but baby my D, <laughs> she laughing too. You see over there too. She on the zoom. Tree, she on the zoom too. Jaquia, you hey. still hate my guts or no? She used to hate my guts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jaquia got a topic. We'll be bringing it up. But baby D, I do want to say thank you so much, sis, for coming in and dropping some of that knowledge on right after from Bree with you know health and wellness and, and you know growing different things. So thanks so much for joining. Absolutely. And then we're going to keep this thing rolling. We're going to go into another real quick commercial and let you know how you can follow Finesse Media. And uh, we'll be back with uh, Crystal Lynn. Crystal Lynn is Mount Sora of Zeta Phi Beta. So she'll come on, drop some information about health and wellness as well. Her and Bree topic really should have been together. So Bree, don't go too far because we bringing your topic back a little bit. But this is with uh, my sore Crystal Lynn. She's also a fitness instructor, instructor, not instructor, but a fitness guru. So I want to talk to her a little bit about that, too. So we'll be right back, y'all. Man, live podcast. Make sure y'all hitting the uh, uh, link and posting it on your social media because um, we want to let people know how they can listen to this live podcast. And then my commercial break will let you know how to follow Finesse Media. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast. Make sure that you hit the follow or subscribe button to be notified when new episodes are released. Also, make sure that you are following us on all of our social media pages. Instagram, we are at Finesse Media. Twitter, check us out at underscore Finesse Media. And on Facebook, Finesse Media LLC. See you next week with something brand new. No, you ain't going to see us next week, Doc. We're going to keep this thing rolling. So, <laughs> Crystal Lynn, man, my soul rose, to five beta. Let me get her number. I know she's from the 318 uh, with that number. But Crystal Lynn joining for the first time on the Finesse Media Podcast, Season 2. Yo. Man, Sora, what's good? <laughs> Is she there? Crystal Lynn, what's up? I had heard her say, yo, I don't know what happened. She let must me see, have let me see. Let lost the connection. Crystal, you there? When I checked in with her, she had me on mute. Real quick, let me see, real quick, let me see. Let me see. Crystal, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? There you go. You know what's hey. happening. I'll be honest. There's another 318. Shout out to Louisiana. They're in the building twice tonight, so I got tired with that. But Crystal Lynn, Soros, Zeta Phi Beta, what's up, man? I said you'd be working now. Congratulations on your competitions that you've been entering lately. You've been, you know, holding it down, finessing in that arena. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
But African American, you're welcome. African American wellness was tied into a topic that we talked about earlier with Bree Campbell. But that's your hot topic, and that's something that you wanted to bring on, you know, and, and talk about. What's 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 the hot spots, and what's the thing I know as a fitness person? What's those things that you want to talk about with health and wellness, particularly in the African American community? I want to discuss how mental health and wellness is also tied to your physical. Mm-hmm. How your physical well-being is connected to your physical well-being, and they're intertwined together. I know that uh, there's always that old saying, when you look good, you feel good. Even on your worst day, if you actually go out and try to put on some makeup or try to put on that muscle tee with no muscles, and someone say, oh, I see you poking out with your chest, or <laughs> oh my gosh, those eyebrows are on fleek, and you just drastically your mental health has just improved and you want to just go take tons of selfies or actually go do two or three more extra push-ups in the gym. Mm-hmm. I know getting and my health up, which is African something we can't Ameri- be doing In the right African-American now. community, that is very important because statistics show that we are high in the numbers of having poor health mentally and physically. And we definitely want to bring those numbers down. Mm-hmm. And what was your major? Because I know you went to Gremlin, right? Yes, the number one HBCU, sorry for yeah. all y'all, Gremlin State University. Don't put those phones down, Bree, don't do that. Well, we respect your HBCU. <laughs> oh, you see, Bree, Bree dropping the info. We're going to ignore Bree, just I mean, go ahead and slide her off. <laughs> Krista, you weren't in the band, right? Uh, let me tell you, I was in the band for two weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, cool. yeah. We're not going to get into done. that story. Yeah, it's a lot of band people yeah. in Zoom yeah. and in Q, so everybody dropping info. I see y'all. Um, uh-huh. So what was your major? I don't know if I, I heard you say um, it. I got bad. a master's in criminal justice with a minor in criminal law, and I have a master's in teaching psychology with a concentration in social sciences. Listen, nice. right? Listen, 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 listen. listen. <laughs> Hold it down, Chrissy. Congratulations, man, on all that you, you, what you're doing. I know this is not necessarily interviewing a podcast, but Teresa and I can't help ourselves when you know people join in the house. We want to talk to you. So this competition that you're in, I know with the whole COVID thing, everything is on pause. Are you still entering competitions? Are you still going to do that? Check Crystal Lynn out on her Facebook because uh, she's holding it down, flexing, got way more muscles than I do. Are you going to keep doing that once this thing let up? Yes, I'm actually in prep now. Um, I have 117 days until my next competition. It will be in Arlington, Texas. (laughs) So I'm currently doing my strict diet and working out twice a day for five days a week and once a day on Saturday. Ooh, two a day. That's like how football players, oh, my God, are really serious athletes. Two a day is rough. And you take doing one, one on Saturday? So six yes. six a week. Six and I'm teaching um because I'm a personal trainer, I have group trainings on Sundays. That's what's you're up. Really not having any days off, really. You're not. <laughs> well Sunday That's I'm more crazy. so just supervising the group. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Chris, so with so, so you have you... about Go ahead, Trish. Oh, so you say you have about four months to your next competition, is that right? Correct. Okay, and what areas are you competing in? I am a, a NPC bikini bodybuilder competitor, so my division is bikini, and my category is only determined the day of registration. How many competitors 
actually register and their height. Oh well, see, learn something new. I'm I don't. So what is? Let me ask you, what is your diet consist of? Because KB did. We seen your pictures. You swole. You you got it. You got it. Like you're in tip top shape. Thank you. So yeah, what are you eating? Like what are you eating? And what type type of workouts are you doing to get cut like that? Well, my normal diet, I'm a pescatarian, so the only meat I eat is seafood-related. And with that, because I don't eat normal meat products, red meat, pork, things of that, I have to eat a lot of protein. Kale, spinach. um, As I get closer to my competition, I eliminate things from my diet. I start eliminating fruits. I start eliminating certain vegetables. I only will eat tilapia the week of my competition. I only eat tilapia. That is it, tilapia and water. After competition, I'm so sick of tilapia. I just put it all in the freezer and just forget about it. Mm. So why is it that you just choose tilapia and water the week of? What does it do differently than another protein? Well, you want to get your water weight down as much as possible. Three days before the competition, you actually starting to eliminate the amount of water you drink. The day before competition, for my last competition, I only had eight ounces of water for the entire day. And the day of the competition, you drink water as needed so that your muscles can tighten and they can project more on stage. Tilapia is the seafood for my diet that has the least amount of fat and sodium. But one people saying like tilapia wasn't healthy. Well, those people are not paying for my competition and my diet. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. Point taken. Um, Bree, I ain't want to leave you out this conversation because, as mentioned with with Crystal and and Bree, they're kind of topics to uh, intertwine. So, uh, Bree, you still with me, right? I'm still here. Okay. Hi, Crystal. Okay. Hello, hello. Bree, you eating tilapia too, right? Yeah, I, I don't mean to play, no. but this is a feud. You're not eating tilapia? No. I don't. Okay. Um, but I thought tilapia was not something good. You shouldn't eat the shit. That's what I thought. I mean, for her purposes, she eat it because it, it works for her. Everybody can eat what works for them. Yeah. And that's, you know, that that's definitely uh, what you got to be doing. And she trained. <laughs> So, mental health, mental health and wellness. And so, uh, Sora or Crystal, are you doing stuff? And are you a part of you know some some you know programs, anything like that? Um, it sounds like it's some of passion. It's something you're passionate about. Are you a part of any kind of you know program? Well, I'm starting to become an advocate, and with that, um, because I'm an educator, I teach elementary science and writing in my district. So I more so start out with the children first, getting them educated with how to control your behaviors, your emotions, how to understand what your emotions are, and especially with the young boys in the African-American community. If you're angry, instead of hitting someone, why don't we work out, do a push-up? And with that, that definitely increases their self-esteem because they can understand that if I'm mad, I don't have to use my hands, but I can use my words. And with using my words, it increases, uh, it in- decreases their stress and increases their interpersonal skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got three boys, so believe me, you. Uh, they're right here. Well, not the three of them, but together, you know. You know, so fighting, you know, that's kind of what, you know, those guys do. I understand what you're saying, though, but 
I understand the mental wellness of it and the food. So I, I'm gonna eat as much as I can uh, for you this summer. Once we get lifted from the score team, um, and again continue to support, you know what you're doing, uh, e- e- even you know still, you know my, not my diet, but uh, so I appreciate you for jumping on. Don't go too far uh, because we're gonna keep this thing rolling with another uh, topic. And uh, again, I just wanted to piggyback something real quick before you click off um, regarding mental. Health. Yeah, go time. ahead, Bree. Go ahead. Uh, one thing that I found, um, you know, when I was getting my certifications is in our, let me not say demographic, in our community, um, black women are uh, some of the highest, um, highest people who, let me not say indulge, but who partake in binge eating, which is an emotional thing. So a lot of the times that um, you see most of us are overweight, it's because we have those emotional things that we have not dealt with. We haven't gone mm-hmm. to therapy or we haven't been able to talk it out, um, you know, with someone professional. So we look to eating. And that's one of the biggest things, just piggybacking off of her topic of mental health and health and how it all goes together. It's not always what we eat. Um, sometimes, a lot of times, it's what we don't talk about um, is what really can be a killer. And that comes from generations where you grow up in that household of, oh, this happened, but don't talk about it. Or, oh, this happened, but don't you tell nobody. And then we grow up with that, and then we wonder why, you know, we can't figure out why we can't stop eating or why we're so angry or why this and other, why we have high blood pressure, because all of those things are intertwined with one another. No, that's what's up, That's so true. That's so true. Crystal, anything? Any last comments, Crystal? I definitely agree with her. Like, myself, personally, I, I do that. I get excited. I increase my reps at the gym. And I'm like, okay, great. I'm hungry. Let's go eat a salad. And I'll wash it down with two or three cookies. I feel bad. Drink water. Same thing the next day. Like, my body might be in great shape, but I know it can be in much more greater, better shape. And it just, it wears on me mentally. But I also know that doesn't always increase my physical. Mm-hmm. Most people think it's always okay. You put all this work in the gym, but it, it starts with your mentality. It starts with your psyche. Mm-hmm. And most times, before I start a prep, I have to get my mind ready first before I even start to go into the gym and be consistent. Yeah, the mind definitely controls mm-hmm. the body. Um, I always say, you start at the top, and uh, it work its way down. So make sure your mind is good. Uh, Crystal and Bree. Yep. Man, <laughs> Y'all, 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 smart as hell, and thanks so much for bringing that, uh, you know, that, uh, that information. And uh, Crystal, keep finessing the game, keep doing your thing. Congratulations on your on previous wins, and uh, I know you got more to come. And I'll be there supporting you via Facebook, uh, as I've done before. So thank you so much. Thank you. We're gonna keep this thing rolling. Uh, we got my boy from Chicago. Uh, Tehran, we're going to step this up with some guys. Shout out to my ladies that then you know, giving so much information on these topics. But I got a guy, uh, my bro, also an alumni from the University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff. So we got love still coming in from HBCUs and from our alumni family. But uh, my boy Tehran wanted, uh-oh, I think I'm having some extra. My boy Tehran want to talk about the effects 
um, of everything. More jomophobes, divorces, bankruptcy. We probably can't get into all of it, but bankruptcy, better family relationships, and new millionaires. Let me make sure that I got them in queue. While I do that, we're going to step it up with some real quick music, and uh, we'll bring it down. We won't play the whole music. And uh, in a second, when we come back, we'll have Teron Stallworth from Chicago, Illinois, uh, my bro. Let's bring it up, guys. Let's bring it up real quick. We'll be back. Bring me some passion, some passion. You know you ain't felt like this before. Have no more cry now, baby. Emotions are easy to explore. Like we don't know love It's always the same And we both have gone I'll tell all my fears to be quiet If you speak your heart on me silent You might get away Your heart away now I'm home That's what's up Shout out to Selena Johnson My sorrow up Zeta Phi Beta Get a new album Woman It dropped January the 31st it's on iTunes. It's all on all streaming platforms. But again, Finesse Media Podcast, we live. Put the link out there on all of your streaming platforms. My co-host, Teresa Millionette, what's good, girl? You still rocking the roller with me? Did we lose Tree? <laughs> all right. I'm assuming the, the, the people can still hear me. And uh, we're going to keep this thing rolling. But Teron Starworth, man, my bro from Chicago, Illinois, uh, thank you so much for joining uh, us on this episode. And uh, we want to talk about a lot of the topics that I just mentioned before the break and bring you in, bro. What's good, bro? What's happening? You say, what's happening? My bro Teron, man, we was damn near like roommates in down there in JBJ, right? Yeah, I remember them days. I don't know why that's so <laughs> significant. You know what I mean? Like Ugh. college days. Well, we got a lot of college people, and particularly people from P- PB on here, so we know why it was significant. Shout out to JBJ. No, yeah, yeah, I know why it was, but it just <laughs> sticks out. Remember when we left Chicago, came back talking like Arkansans, talking about already. Like Mm-hmm. <laughs> you saying already? Cello. <laughs> Shout out to Cello, man. You talk to Cello anytime soon? Or any, anytime yeah, I'll be talking to him. Cello, my dude, talking man. To him. He be on my live. Cello. Yeah, you got to send me his number, man, because I got to holler at Cello. Cello is from Arkansas, one of our good buddies down there uh, from the yard. From Holly so, Grove. Holly Grove, yeah. Holly Grove, Arkansas. So. Shout out to everybody that's, again, from the yard. Thank you for joining the podcast. Season 2 Finesse Media. We live, Teron. Teron Stallworth. Have you heard of, heard from your cousin, Reba? Real quick, I was going to jump into your segment, but I wanted to go oh right there with Reba. Oh, my God. Reba. You talk with Reba? No I, ain't, I ain't, no, I ain't talked to her since college. Oh, man. Well, probably Reba. a little after, probably like a year. What happened with her? Nothing. I just <laughs> I know that's your cousin, so that's why I'm like, hey, what you he trying right. to find out from you. What you been up to? Uh, she has some some real things going on. No, no, not as much as you got going on, Tavon. You want to talk about the effects of everything? Uh, more Jomer folks, divorces, bankruptcy, better yeah. uh, family relationships, and new millionaires. All that good stuff. We ain't gonna jump into it. So. 
pull one of them out the hat that you want to talk about and let's yeah, talk about so it. Yeah, so really my angle comes from the germaphobe stuff because I'm an app- operation manager in the cleaning business. So we constant, we probably one of the top people making money right now. So yeah. it's, my theory about the germaphobe is just it's going to be new ones. And they're not going to be able to help, you know, they're not going to be able to handle it. But what it is, is making a lot of money for us. We're doing $600 just starting, just starting out just to disinfect your facility. Mm. Just to come up in your office, your, you know, your warehouse, your hospital. We 600 on top just to disinfect. Like, there's a lot of business going on. I and everybody done, needs everything disinfected right now. Like, mm-hmm. everything. Everybody. And yeah. some of them wilding, bro. They, we taking their money. But they, <laughs> I mean, the hysteria. For the hysteria huh? of it all. So people are calling y'all yeah. and your business your business is booming. So you want to talk about the German folks. What do you think? Do you think that this COVID thing or post-COVID will have, a, I guess, a society where people are on edge and they're having more... Purell than ever? Is that what you're saying? You're thinking, I mean, your business is going to boom and people I mean, are going everybody to go crazy. Go, I just think that people are going to be germaphobes, but on the other hand of it, it's going to make business better. So it's yeah. no more tacky business or non-quality too much going to be in the future. I predict that, you know, like people that do your hair going to come with their gloves. They're going to have all their clippers in order. They're going to put the mm-hmm. alcohol on it. And by, for any business, it's just going to be more professional, and you're always going to get a professional job by anybody doing whatever that has to do with physical labor. You're just going to mm-hmm. expect that. Do you think it'll change the way? Do you think it'll change the way people do business? Yeah. Why it already that? changed our business. It's, it's mm-hmm. changed our business since like March 10th. We already mm. implemented it into our contract where we have to, you know, add another standard of level of sanitation to our mm. contract. So people are already expecting that. They want the electrostatic sprayers. I almost wanted to quit my job because if you get a, I mean, I just sold a job today that's 11000 It's going to take somebody who has that machine two hours to do it. For $11,000. Wow. I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't care if it took me six hours to do it for $11,000. Right, that's what I told I said, for 11, (laughs) I told the customer like this. I said, I know I got my company, but I want to come here and spray all your stuff down once a week. She talking about one time us coming in there and spraying down the whole facility for $11,000. Wow. Man, it's crazy. And so these products that y'all use, is, is, are they like proprietary products for your company? Uh, do you have access to them? Can you ship me and treat some? I have access. Yeah, I can <laughs> ship you some. I got some right now. I'm selling on eBay, $20 right. to buy them. Yeah, they we need some of that. $4 to buy them. But um, all of these products that, you know, that I set my franchise owners up with are CD, CDC approved as you know, EPA approved. This is what they approved that will mm-hmm. kill the coronavirus on contact within mm-hmm. like a minute. So mm-hmm. everything that we selling is approved and I'm sending it out to them. Even if somebody gets sick, it's not our fault. 
We did what we were supposed to do because it's so easy to contaminate it. That's the part where I say that it's crazy because they're asking yeah. for all this business. And we can clean it, but the minute somebody comes and touch one desk, it's done. Like, it's not... Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. You you really need somebody by the door wiping all touch points, handles, phones, everything that you touch, microwave handles, bathroom fixtures, all of that stuff. You really need somebody doing that all day mm-hmm. if you want to be I 100% protected but if you're about to pay eleven thousand, i go up in there four more times for you like, <laughs> i know that's right <laughs> that's expensive that's expensive that's expensive but it's, tomorrow what i want to do is keep this i want to keep this thing moving with that good segue of that eleven thousand dollars being real expensive and talk about divorce that's another topic that you want to talk about why divorce oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i've last known you as a single guy i don't know you jumped the, knowing you of you know someone who jumped the broom i jumped the broom uh, but I just feel like people ain't used to being around each other that damn long. Like for they the, really ain't. What? What you mean? But go further. For the yeah, quarantine, like, unpack that because I don't know if you're talking still yeah. with the quarantine. Like for the quarantine, like okay, you work eight hours a day, ten hours a day, or whatever. You really going home and you're only talking for about three of them, four of them before you go to sleep, eat, do what you got to do, watch whatever TV you got to do. You really ain't close as you thought you was. I was looking so at an you... article the other day. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me about your article. I was looking at an article the other day, and they were saying that um, matrimony attorneys are, like, predicting a 50% divorce rate. Because of the virus. Because of coronavirus? coronavirus? Because of coronavirus. Because the core team. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you're sitting sure. in the house I and dealing with people. Oh yeah, for sure. For and you're sure. really just, finding out who they are. Tree, she just that. recently got married. Yeah. What are we saying? I did. How do you feel? So I mean, it's I have the is? opposite. I have the opposite problem. It's me not being around enough because right now I'm quarantined. Right. So right now, this is to me, this is a blessing in disguise. Now. Um, certain things that change from being quarantined, income, etc. That's a hard factor. But I have the opposite problem because when stuff is not going on, I travel for a living. I fly out on Sundays. I'm working at a hospital anywhere in the world. I come back. Now they say they try to give us a better work-life balance. So now I'll fly back in on Thursday and I'll have a full day Friday and a full day Saturday and fly back out on Sunday. But typically, um, for the past two years, it was I fly out Sunday morning. I come back either um, late Friday or 1, 2 a.m. Saturday. I have a part of a day Saturday, and then I'm back out on that road on Sunday. So I didn't have a problem with being quarantined, okay? My problem was me not being present enough. So I have the opposite. So this is actually like a blessing because I'm around. I can see right. my family, spend time with my loved ones. So that's a it's a little bit different for me. But imagine somebody who don't have like they really not supposed to be with that person. Like some of this stuff just lasts too long than it should. And they got your schedule and they're not yeah. knowing who this person is. 
Right, and then you really that's, find that's why I'm saying that. I'm not saying it's just causing and it's just like exposing. It's it. bringing light to it. Now, I will say a right. lot of things, I won't even say they find out. A lot of times people hide stuff, you know, or they that's don't true. share stuff. And you get into a marriage with someone that you thought you knew or a relationship that you, someone that you thought you knew, but in actuality, they weren't showing you their real self for whatever reasons and sometimes they don't even know their true self so you can only you know fake to be that person for so long till that Mm -hmm. real person starts creeping out so if you're quarantined in a house with somebody for weeks and weeks and they've been faking like they was somebody they weren't okay well that light's gonna be shined and you're gonna find out who they really are right and especially when people that's after that money Say somebody got a business that's affected negatively by the corona, they gone. You ain't got the money, I'm out. I feel like that's going to be a thing, too. And that would be so unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Right. Rent, all type of kid issues, all type of stuff. I mean, they saying 50%. That's, yeah, that's, that's a what huge, huge from phone calls and stuff like that. So leading into that from the divorce and you telling us 50%, um, I seen one of your other topics was bankruptcies. Is that you think a lot of people are going to be bankrupt after yeah. this? I think a lot of people are going to I think the movie theater is gone. I think that drive-in is in. It's weird because this time shows so much of things going away and things coming back or new things happening. So I feel like, you know, like like with my business, we're winning in all this sanitation stuff, but we're losing in the regular business that we would normally have. Mm, So it literally looks like, you know, restaurants closed down, other businesses that weren't essential businesses closed down and then they're going to start to go into remote things where it's not going to be that many people in the office. They might not need an office no more. Mm-hmm. I mean, see what really, this technology can yeah. really do uh, you know, it, on a higher level. It could easily bankrupt us. Like, really. But, Absolutely. I mean, in the meantime, my money ain't based upon that, so... I'm making good money because all of this stuff is happening. But I also see a lot of businesses coming. Like I said, I, with the drive-in is going to be coming. Like board games in, increased. Uh, of just course, all types yeah. of stuff has yeah. gotten better. Mental health. I mean, if you, you know, help people with it, if you or if you're a therapist, you making money. You're gonna be making money after this is all said and done. When you're making you money right now because if you someone like me, I was telling KB um a few episodes ago, we were talking about he's like, What are you doing to stay busy? What are you doing to stay busy during the coronavirus? And I literally told him I had mixed some cement and I have a stone, you know, stone wall foundation and stone walls around my house. And I mixed cement and started filling in gaps on my stone wall. Mm. You know, like literally wow. like bored. I was just saying the other day, I wish I knew how to build stuff. Like, you, re, you know, 
Yeah, like redo, you know, the furniture. Like I would be doing stuff like that, like reupholstering the furniture, making me some custom, you know, curtains. I don't know, like it because for me, and I'm not even like I'm a super social person, but I'm an only child. So I'm perfectly fine with being by my damn self, which a lot of people don't mm-hmm. understand that because they're siblings. But being the only yeah. child, I'm okay. Like being by myself, it doesn't bother me at all. It's I'll great. I'm thinking about that for my daughter because she's an only child. Oh and yeah, I'd be cool. like afraid. She'd be like, <laughs> you know what? She's starting to ask me now, Daddy. When are people gonna start being stop being sick? And I'm like, I don't even have an answer for that. Yeah. Like, yeah. when is people going to stop being sick? Because, you know, it's serious now. Like, I yell at her when we go to the grocery store. Like, do not. Like, I'm literally yelling. Like, she's 30 years old. Do not touch her face. So now oh, she knows yeah. that it's serious. But I almost have to be that serious because I can't play no games with her touching her mouth or eyes or whatever. Even though we got the best disinfectant because I work for a cleaning company and she's good. But that little moment of her touching her face, yeah, it's over with. So like, it's I mean, it's getting out of hand. I mean, but I think it's going to be a lot of good things that happen with these small businesses and grocery stores, liquor stores, meal prep, even canned foods and just stuff like that. Therapists, board game, like things. I don't know. I got a website. And I sell stuff on my website that I'm selling. Go ahead and give it to us. Tell us the website. My website is Now That's Modern. Now That's Modern. And And I'm selling stuff on eBay. I sell like whatever I, whatever, um, like right now I'm selling like certain hair products. I used to have a beauty line, but with this quarantine, I had to shut it down because ain't nobody trying to look good to go nowhere. But yeah. I got uh, they really ain't. I got workout equipment that I got on there. I'm just literally trying to like uh, you know, sell stuff, do the drop shipping method, and get stuff Absolutely. from other places and stuff like that. But right now, my eBay is just booming. Is really what I'm doing, selling this disinfectant and these masks and these uh, hazmat suits. That's really how I'm like making them a lot of money. I sold, I sold masks. I started selling masks probably like five days ago. Uh-huh. Well, I already got two thousand dollars. Already got two thousand dollars. It's crazy. It's crazy how how crazy people. I mean, people need it though. I wish there was some way where I could get it to a place where. They would trust my product, but right now I'm selling it on eBay and I'm making, you know, it ain't even mm-hmm. a month. And but I think you, with it, when it comes to um, just the online, I think it's a lot of people that are going to be millionaires from online. Mm-hmm. For the simple fact right. is, I don't see. Um, Day, I don't see a lot of these malls and big retailers making it out of this. I just don't. Um, they were mm-hmm. hanging on with the thread before, you know, the Macy's, right. the Nordstrom, the JCP, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. all in general because Somebody online shopping has been killing them. Mm-hmm. So after this, like all those places, you can't go in there. You can't go in there. 
So I think it's going to be a whole lot different, you know, during this coronavirus as well as after. I think it's it's going to change the way um, everyone shops oh, and yeah. gets right. retail. Oh, yeah. We online for oh, yeah. real. Like, if we didn't think we was, this yeah, we are. pushed us right on into it all the way. Like, we really there now. Like, we can't say, you remember back in it? No, we're here. We actually technically been here for a long time, but that corona pushed everybody else in. Mm-hmm. We online now. This is the world. That's what's up. Listen, Teron, we got to keep this thing moving, bro. I appreciate you for no joining problem. the podcast, joining this, you know, live taping this episode. Make sure that you, you're subscribing and you're following us on, you know, um, I don't really heart, do. Spotify. I've been listening to your stuff. That's yeah. what's up, man. So I'm glad that you support me. Thank man. you. Keep supporting uh, keep doing what you're doing. I know that you manage a lot of territories out there in Chicago, keeping us safe and keeping us sanitized. And uh, again, bro, when I get back to the sh- to the shot, I definitely want to get up with you, man. I just talked with Earl. Oh, why you coming Shout here? Shout out to yeah. Earl, my bro. So I told I Earl to when I was checking me. in. Uh, most of this episode, you know, and this live taping, y'all, I'm not in. I'm in and out. So I was just in this live. So who gives a fuck? But I was just checking in with Earl while you and Trees was chopping it up. And uh, Earl, <laughs> I'm going to hit you up, bro. And uh, we're going to connect. So thank you, Earl, for joining Wait, the KB, podcast. Can I say one thing? What's up, bro? Can I say one thing? KB, I've been knowing you for a while. But I've when I first met you, outside of really knowing who you are, you have always been finessing the game. I don't know how you're still doing it. <laughs> you know how I always was hating on you. Like I don't know how you still do it, but you doing it. Listen, bro. But I always respected that about you. You always you been that way since day one. So I don't know how you do that, but dang, you still doing it. <laughs> Listen, bro. I appreciate it. I continue to finesse. I do it with a lot of support. I couldn't do it with other, you know, without other people. So my co-host like trees. Shout out to my producer Katia. Shout out to my other producer Tisha. I can't do this and have Journey on. Shout out to my Soros. Shout out to my university. And uh, again, you and I. Shout out to us when we were freshmen at the university. We finessed the game. We continue to do what we were doing. But I do take the compliment. I thank you for it, brother. And I thank you more importantly for joining the podcast. Bro. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That's how we're going to keep it rolling, Trees. We got one, well, we got two more, really. Rolling um, like a We got 18 five. minutes, y'all. So if you're still with us, thank you so much. We're almost two hours for a live tape, and we've never done this before. So thank y'all for sticking in and doing it with thank us you. for the first time, really, ever on Finesse Media. But this is season two, and I should do a small pub before everybody check out. Make sure you check us out on all of our social media platforms. We're at Finesse Media on Instagram. We're at Finesse Media LLC on Facebook. And if you're checking us out on TikTok, TikTok, everybody's on that new motherfucker. So check us out on TikTok. We pub there. And all of our episodes, we're at episode 12 now. Our latest episode is with comedian actress Lou Nail. She was a fucking amazing guest. She had a lot of knowledge drop. She talked about being quarantined in her career. We talked for two hours. So check us out. Check that episode out right now. 
on Finesse Media Podcast on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, wherever you can listen to us at. Check us out. Check that episode out. Tomorrow episode, we drop it with my boy from Chicago, Illinois, Rodney Perry, comedian Rodney Perry, actor com- Rodney Perry. That episode drops tomorrow. Episode, I think, is 13. I don't fucking know. We've been talking to Vanessa's all season. So, But that episode is dropping tomorrow. Make sure you support Rodney Perry live on Instagram. That's my bro from Chicago. You know him from movies. You know him from Monique. He was a good guest. We had a good time talking to Rodney Perry. That's my bro. And a couple episodes back, we talked to my other bro, Damian Williams, or Damian Williams out of Chicago. So we've been finessing the game all season. I'll let y'all check us out. And that uh, we're wrapping the season up, and we're having a season wrap party in Dallas, Texas. It's happening August the 22nd. So if you're not in Dallas, you want to book your tickets, probably not now with the whole COVID, but you want to put it on your calendar. August the 22nd, we have a season two rap party and a finesse media relaunch party. We're also having a live podcast the same day. So can't tell you who the guest is going to be, but August the 22nd is going down in Dallas, Texas. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And we got a last, not a last, but second to last, but she's definitely not second to last. She's my soror. She's up. Sigma Gamma Rose Sorority, but she's my soror. Stacks I five. What's up, Jakia? We're going to bring her in real quick. She's smiling on the Zoom. She can't wait to talk about her topic. And her topic of discussion, before we bring her on, I'll let, her, let you guys know. It's about music. So, the status of the education system and how to build a brand online. So, a couple of different things. You know, building a brand online, we always talk about branding on this podcast and uh, she's going to be talking about music and how to uh, build a brand online so Jakia we're going to bring you in but of course we got a quick little sponsorship and then we'll be bringing Jakia Goodwin on the Finesse Media Podcast Season 2 man thank y'all for checking in with us we got 15 minutes before this episode ends we live taping post it on your Facebook let people know we live and then it'll be Post it tomorrow so y'all can share it on your social media pages as well. Finesse Media Podcast Season 2, we got Jakia Goodwin from Sigma Gamma Rose Sorority, but talking about the music and how to build a brand online when we get right back from this sponsorship. Latrice Murray Views is the sponsor of this episode. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to Finesse Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Latrice Murray Views. Quality photography that won't break the bank. Contact Latrice Murray Views Photography today at lmviewsphoto at gmail.com to book your photo shoot today. We make this game of us the best of us, just the two of us in a room full of them taking us in that vibration of the love they used to be. Stress is such a bummer, you need relief for something The honeymoon phase lasted the whole summer It got rocky like Colorado between us You made me wonder if you still had the butterflies inside your tummy about me You without me, I'd be devastated I can't take it I can't handle whenever you think you're not amazing You need to change the scenery, I can take you places Best arranging, I know 
This world may get you down You feel out of place like Antonio Brown I wanna be your peace whenever I come around I wanna feel like home just like your hometown So much that I can say Lately we've been acting like distant lovers like Marvin Gaye A lot been in the way, but you know how I do it I don't make excuses, I got your heart and I ain't trying to lose Yeah We can go with Jakia if I can get her telephone number. Uh, somebody tell Jakia to give me her telephone number so I can know which number she is, so I can pull her from the queue. Finesse me your number, Jakia. Put a it lot in the chat. Therese, what's good? Man, Jakia, throw that number in the chat. What's up? What's up, Ken? What's going on? Throw the number <laughs> no, in the no. chat so we can go and get you locked like the front door. We got to have you on, girl. We trying to wrap this show up. Jakia, but now Jakia, she's coming on. I just gotta get a number real quick. Jakia, if you can hear me, text me your telephone number inside of uh, Facebook. I think she's doing that right now. But Finesse Media Podcast, man, thank you uh, to everybody that spoke. Let me just make sure I don't miss doing that. Uh, Everybody who spoke, thank you so much. uh, To my wife who's on the line uh, that I would say is my biggest supporter of this podcast. So thank you so much for supporting uh, the podcast and your heart topic, as we know, was also pushed out, but we'll bring that back next. But Crystal Lynn, because we may do this again, y'all. So if y'all want us to do this again, just hit us up uh, on whatever social media. Hit Teresa up, hit me up, uh, hit us up. Let, Let us, us know, know if this was cool. Yeah. If we, you know, should do it differently next time. However, this is our first time doing it. So the chat box was moving all night. Thank y'all in the chat room. But Crystal Lynn, thank you. Bree Campbell, thank you so much, sis. Um, yeah. Philly, thank you so much for providing the music uh, on this baby live taping. To Ron Stallworth, thank you so much, bro, my bro from Chicago. Thank you so much for bringing it. And Baby D from the Triple D, it's cold in the D, Detroit, Michigan. Baby D, thank you so much for dropping jewels. Uh, my soror, Dr. Katrina Sparks, thank you so much from the dirty, dirty Bronx. Uh, down in Brooklyn. Thank you. I still see you in Q, so I thank you for hanging in there with me, Sora. You're so smart. Shout out to Dr. Salisha Thompson. We know the same chicks, and she's doing the same thing, and uh, she was one of our finesses. In fact, one of our first guests, so shout out to Dr. Salisha. Just an honorary shout out, but uh, yeah. Dr. Katrina Sparks know that girl, and we saw, you know, that's her story, and we, you know, we, we, we uh, finessed all together, so thank you, Miss uh, Dr. Sparks for joining uh you know joining us and i also want to cap an episode with you real soon so hit me up on the in the uh insta uh, on the instagram in the inbox on that or on facebook and then also my cousin who kicked it off vanessa my cousin my cousin vanessa who kicked it off thank you so much all the way from la she'll be joining me in dirty dirty dallas uh real soon so thank you cuz uh for dropping your jewels about real estate and, and kicking this thing off and then we really got our last person, Jakia. Not our last person. I got a frat who's going to wrap this thing up. Daniel, thank you so much for rocking with us, bro. My frat from Arkansas. Shout out to my dude. And so he'll wrap this thing up. But Jakia Goodwin uh, is my sister. 
my sack sci-fi sister. She's hold she's held it down in Atlanta for so many different so many years. And I think she has a music degree, but I know for sure she's a member of Simba Gamma Road by way of the Alpha Cat chapter. Trees, what'd you say, the Oh So Fly chapter? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have we have the Oh So Fly for the Old Heads, the Big Money chapter. What up? Let's Joining the episode of Finesse Media, this live taping for the first time. Make some noise for my sis, Jakia, man. What's good? Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, Soror? Ah. Hey, hey, y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah you live, we clear. hear you. I think Woo! our Zoom went also. For our people that's yeah, on Zoom, we just went down. Uh, I think you can click the link again and the Zoom will pop back up. But, uh, Jakia, thanks so much for joining this yeah. episode, man. I teased it a little bit because I know that you want to talk about music and branding online, which is really passionate and something I'm passionate to talk about with you. But let's tap into the music. Let's get away from the COVID and let's talk about the music. What's on your mind? All right. So I just wanted to talk about a lot of the things that was going on with music on Instagram. Um, I don't want to talk about COVID, but I kind of want to just talk about how it's affected musicians. I don't think a lot of people have realized how musicians' mainstream of income is, you know, being live and playing in venues and gigging and such. Um, So I just wanted to shed some light on some great things that I've seen during this time with um, Erica Badu, specifically in her Apocalypse 1 and 2. Um, Mm -hmm. I hope uh, everybody got a chance to, you know, be a part of that if you're interested. She's definitely doing another one. Um, I also wanted to talk about a lot of the good things that are going on with music now. A lot of the artists that we've heard from back in the early 2000s are making a great comeback. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Jeezy, he just came out with something not too long ago. Um, and this is just to shine on black excellence. Uh, I know Alicia Keys is dropping her next album. Um, so it's just a lot of great things going on in music, uh, period. Um, for me specifically, I use music as my therapy. I've been listening to a lot more of it since I've had time to, um, but uh, definitely just wanted to talk about the impact of music and how great things are still happening in the midst of everything with music. Okay. Um, so what's influencing you? What music is influencing you now during this time? Are there any artists that's really pulling, you know, Jakia kind of, uh, you know, music bells? Any music that's pulling your way during this time? Um, I've really been heavy in the Anderson Pack. I like him a lot. Um, I just got introduced to him a couple years ago, so I'm still kind of just riding that wave of listening to some of his music. Uh, I really have um, started listening to more of Janae Aiko. I heard some of her stuff before, but I like some of her recent stuff as well. Yeah, she's Um, dope. She's dope. It's an album she has with uh, Big Sean. I don't know if you heard it, but her and Big Sean have an album. And it is very, very dope. It's real dope. Nice. Yes. So I definitely love what's coming out with, um, you know, just recent music. Megan Thee Stallion, of course. I love what she's got going on. Um, and uh, just uh, just music, period. It's, it's still moving. It's, it's still, uh, you know, blessing people today. And I really, really uh, am grateful for that part, that that's still consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. No, music music definitely is saving us now. You talked about Erica Badu doing the apocalypse, you know, and many artists, you know, going live and giving us music, DJs as well, you know, just giving us mm-hmm. that, that sonic sound and uh, you know, those tones and you know the beats and the cadences believe me you they do change the mind or, you know i'm sure you was on earlier when we talked about mental health and having it to yeah, start uh-huh. at the mind and you know maybe just having a good look that day and it's changing your whole uh kind of vibe which ultimately can change your well-being so no I, i'm certainly there with you on there but also with branding online so that's something that you're you're talking about you're interested in what's what's with that because that's you know that's one of your topics right um I actually um, am just now starting to, like, really get into branding online. I don't know as much as I would like to, but I just uh, wanted to touch on things that I've heard about and then kind of just wanted to see what everybody else had to add on to it. Um, An article I saw online about just branding on Instagram specifically is just telling you, like, different tips. Uh, Create your own hashtag and get creative with it. Make sure that you make the most out of your bio on your URL whenever you're doing um, social media uh, as far as Facebook, Instagram, anything like that. Uh, Describe what you're doing, of course, and then you want to make your profile for your brand about your brand. Um, So, you know, any vacation photos or photos of your friends, you want to take that off. Um, Develop your own Instagram style. And build on your brand for whatever you're trying to sell, whether it be books or music or food, make sure you highlight that. Um, and then get local. I love supporting local businesses. I love supporting hustlers. So I always try to reach out to those people, and then hopefully they'll do the same whenever I decide to, you know, branch out and um, advertise my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, for me specifically, I've wanted to try to build on to what, I'm doing a lot of what was talked about, about, you know, hustling and trying to do more with yourself to try to build wealth. That's what I've been working on. So I kind of just wanted to add slashes to my career. Like, I'm a teacher, but I also want to be able to go into music on my own. I also want to be able to create music on a producing level, just really get into all aspects of it and then build upon Mm -hmm. that. Dope, dope. Dakia, listen. Mm-hmm. Keep finessing the game, being out there all the way from ATL, man. My sis, yes, I love sir. you so much. Thanks so much for joining. Yeah, uh, thank the yeah. Podcast. yeah. Uh, subscribe, Indeed. check out some of the episodes that we've already done. Uh, and when I say some, I mean 12. But we got a lot more coming. <laughs> Continue to support uh, the podcast. Hope to see you in Dallas, Texas for the relaunch party and the season two rap party, August the 22nd. And uh, but again, so Royal and sis, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Keep holding us down, keep finessing the game, and I love you so much. Three, you still rocking yes, with me? Yes, yes. You know I'm rocking till the wheels fall off. Listen, and this man, thing listen. got a, a spare and a spare and a spare and a spare. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all, for those people that's left, and Dan, you listen, I got to say this live. We don't have time. The people only give us a certain amount of time. So if you do come on and you talk about the 5G conspiracy, I'll tell you what his topic was. But the 5G conspiracy, which definitely could have went on past the two minutes that we got left. So I don't want to be... 
what can I say? I don't, I don't want to be rude and bring you on, and it, the system cuts you off. So we are timed. This is an episode. So what that means is, hopefully we'll do this again. If I, as I mentioned before, hit us up finessemediapodcast at gmail dot com. Again, we talk to people each and every week that's finessing the game. Hit us up, subscribe on all of our social media platforms, and then listen to our episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play Music. Goddamn it, Blog Talk Radio, where we're broadcasting live from. All of our episodes are live each and every week. My co-host, Treese Millionaire, we holding it down, speaking to people that's finessing the game. And we also talk about HBCUs and spotlight them. So if your HBCU is one that we didn't spotlight on any episodes that you heard and will hear, then hit us up, finessemediapodcast at gmail.com. Let us know that your HBCU needs to be spotlighted. And we want to welcome you on to talk about your experience at that HBCU. Daniel is giving me a sad face and a and a and a go mob uh, hand stand. So I'm sorry, <laughs> mom, but definitely, if y'all want us to do this again, hit us up on all of our social media platforms. Text me, text trees, call us. Say this shit was dope. We should do it again. But typically, we air our definitely episodes each to. and every week on Wednesdays. And uh, trees, <laughs> I think I talked man. enough. <laughs> man, we did the thing. I appreciate everybody coming out, coming on. Telling us their point of views and giving us some excellent dialogue. Like, this was a show that multiple jewels were dropped. So, shout out to everybody that took the time out of their day to lock in with us and shine light on your point of view. We really appreciate it. And I definitely just want to give a shout out to my wife. I know she wanted to call in and say something, but you know, the time was ticking. You talking to my wife? Listen, I was doing the check-in, so for those that just listen to this replay and you go, damn, Ken, just shut up. I was doing some shit in the background. I was checking in with the folks, so shout-out to everybody that I talked to. Shout-out to Wifey. I did speak to Wifey, so thank you, Wifey, for for definitely checking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She in the building, Tree. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I ain't even know. I Hey, I'm going to get up out of here once again for this media. We're going to keep it official like a referee with a whistle. Peace. I love you, man. Support the love podcast. Love you, bro. We'll see you, to, we'll see you next time when we do this live thing, man. But I, like I say to